Welcome to Talking Confidence with me, Holly Kaplan. Having confidence in the workplace is essential for progress, fulfillment, and yes, survival. The issue is that confidence doesn't always come easy and is impacted and influenced along the way. Well, as a confidence coach, I know the key to finding and keeping your confidence is to recognize how professional situations have affected how you think of yourself. In this podcast together, we will examine exactly what impacts women's confidence in the workplace. We're going to get raw in these episodes. We are going to peel back the layers of social interactions, company culture, gender discrimination, ageism, and more. My guests will include entrepreneurs, corporate executives, and business owners. We are going to get down to what these women are really feeling. Expect vulnerability, openness, and relatability. But most importantly, expect to find your confidence. Welcome to part two of this series based on the confidence of young women in college and in high school. In the last episode, we talked about college-aged women, where their confidence stood and the challenges they face. Well, in this episode, we're going to be having a similar discussion, but this time with high school women. We're going to discuss the issues that they're facing, how they handle their confidence, and really how much has changed over the years, despite women making more headway in education in the workplace. Clarity Empowers is a new community at New Tech High School here in Capel, Texas, that is focused on elevating teen girls by teaching them life skills, encouraging leadership, education, and most importantly, confidence. Clarity, as they call it, was created and is led by teacher and educator Shannon Howard. She'll be joining us today with two students of New Tech who are co-founders and key leaders of Clarity Empowers, Vibha Radhakrishnan and Sophia Stewart. Today, we're going to talk about what it's like to be in high school, what challenges women face, and how they get through it. Be sure to listen through to the end of this episode to hear my two tips for high school women. First, here is more information on my three fabulous guests. Shannon Howard has served as an educator for more than 20 years. She has worked as a university admissions counselor, a theater teacher, an English teacher, and she's currently teaching English to Honors and Advanced Placement Seminar at New Tech High School in Capel. She has also worked in sales. She has owned and operated the Solomon House Bed and Breakfast, hosting guests and special events. She has three grown children, and she lives with her husband of 36 years in Fate, Texas. Shannon started Clarity Empowers when she noticed that her students were reluctant to follow their dreams, apply to their dream colleges, and pursue careers in male-dominated fields. She had a vision to help them overcome their fears and become more confident to empower themselves to design a life they deserve. Here's more in Vibba and Sophia. Vibba is a senior and Sophia is a junior at New Tech High School here in Capel. They describe themselves as driven students and advocates for equality. They strive to inspire others to pursue their goals and interests while having the confidence to take up space. They co-founded Clarity Empowers, a young women's empowerment group, and they are passionate about diversifying voices in the conversation. Vibba, Sophia, and Shannon, thank you so much for joining me today. I've been very excited about this episode because this topic is near and dear to my heart. But before we get into our content today, I want to talk about how we know each other. How did we meet? And I'm going to start with Shannon on that one. How did we meet, Shannon? Hello. We met at the Women's Alliance Chamber of Commerce luncheon a few weeks ago, and I said I wanted to go hear this speaker talk all about confidence. 
Well, I'm thrilled that you showed up because I got to meet your two lovely ladies here. And I'd like for um, Vibba and Sophia to say hello. Hi. 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 Well, it was great to see you guys at the Women's Alliance meeting here in Capel. It was a lot of fun. We did a talk on confidence. We did a workshop on overcoming limiting beliefs and how to to find your confidence in any situation. So it was great to see their three beautiful smiling faces joining us for that event. And I'm grateful that I got to meet them. And I'm glad they're here with me today. And with that, I want to give you ladies a chance to tell the audience a little bit about yourselves. And Vibba, I'd like to start with you. Tell us about you. Sure. Um, hi, my name is Vibba. I'm a senior. I go to New Tech High at Capel. And I am just someone who really enjoys meeting people. I'm super passionate about things like social justice and volunteering. So I loved going to the women's luncheon and hearing from you and just connecting with that wonderful group of women. But yeah. Thank you. And what grade are you in now, Vibba? I'm a senior. I'm in 12th grade. You're a senior. So 2023 is your big year. We're almost done. Yes. Almost done. And Sophia, tell us about you. Hi, I'm Sophia. I'm a junior here at New Tech as well. And I'm the president slash co-founder of Clarity. And I think it's just like a really good opportunity for this to empower more women around the world. And um, that's really my vision. Um, It's a very passionate topic for me. my mom and I really connect on that basis of like getting the floorboard like very equal and having like equal uh, things for both men and women. Well, I admire you for doing that. I really, really do. And Shannon, tell us about yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm a teacher facilitator at New Tech High presently. I've been in education about 20 years. I've worked at colleges, universities, and I've owned my own business, a bed and breakfast, and I love working with these young women in our Clarity Empowers group. And it was so fun to meet Holly. She came and sat down by us at the luncheon, just kind of um, randomly. So that's how we had a conversation and got to know each other. So I am teaching English too and AP seminar right now. Well, wonderful. Well, we are thrilled to have you three. And I'm excited to talk about Clarity Empowers, the program and community that you have created, but I want to start with some of the harder questions that led us to this community that you've created. And I want to start with this big question, and I have a 12-year-old, so this is a big question for me, and that is, why is confidence important to you, and how do you think other high school students view their own confidence? And I want to start with Sophia on this question. Because this is different from when I grew up in way back mm-hmm. in the 80s with the dinosaurs. So I'd like to hear from you what on what happens today in 2022. Well, I think confidence is important to me because being able to have confidence and not have that voice in the back of your head saying that, hey, like what you're doing is not cool, but you know deep down that it is and that what you're saying and whatever it may be, is like, it doesn't matter what other people are saying to that. It just matters what you're thinking about that. And that's all that matters. Um, Having confidence has that ability to shut out other opinions that maybe will hold you back or hold you down. And that's, uh, it definitely is a skill that comes over time. And a lot of developing teenagers um, are incorporating that into their identity little by little. And I think that 
um, with that, the generations to come are definitely growing with that. And especially with uh, an online presence as well, like confidence is just has new forms nowadays. And um, it's definitely being experienced in different uh, connections. That's terrific. I love how you said you have to shut out what other people say or think to maintain your own mm-hmm. level of confidence, because so many of us let that get in our head and it, it shapes mm-hmm. how we see ourselves. So I think that's a very mm-hmm. important point. Vibba, what about you? Um, for me, confidence is important as I grew up as someone who wasn't as confident. I moved around a lot, so it was really hard for me to like make connections. But as I started learning confidence because of the people around me who guided me in organizations that I had, I just found what a difference it makes in who you are and how you go about living and being in the world. It's just so vital to how I view things and how I want to inspire others and what I want to do for this world. So it's important to me because it just changes so many things. And I think that a lot of high school students don't have the opportunity to find their own confidence sometimes. So my focus and what's important to me is bringing that to them because there's such a gap in genders too. Like I know a lot of women who say that, oh, I'm not able to speak up in my um, club because there are men speaking up over me. And I think that's a confidence issue that's important to address. I get it. I've been there. I've been there. But what I love about what you're saying is you're talking about leading by example. You're talking about leading with confidence, and a lot of us didn't get that. Shannon, I'd like to hear from you on your perspective. Well, confidence is key, and I think um, I'm from that other generation, kind of, you know, high school in the 80s, and I was brought up kind of to play pretend and was told how to act and how to behave all the time. My confidence came from fitting in, from approval from other people, Um, so it lacked that authenticity And so today I see the shift into these young women having that true authenticity, finding themselves, exploring. And I think as little girls, they have it. And then something happens, middle school age, there's a breakdown. They have some negative encounters, perhaps. Maybe other people are influencing them and they get maybe confused about who they are and their identity and what they really want out of life. So I think the confidence to just explore, take risks, find out who you are. Mistakes are okay. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to play pretend. We can learn who we are and build connections and relationships in order to do that. So the confidence factor is just having permission to do that and then taking a few risks to find out your journey along the way. Right. Right. I agree with you too. And let's just go back to that middle school thing. Up till I was 12 years old, I was pretty dang confident, right? And then seventh grade was a bear. It was a hard year. And that's where a lot of those social interactions begin to get into your head and change the way you think about yourself. So I want to acknowledge that because that is a big part of how we develop going into womanhood. I want to go a little bit deeper on this question because your challenges were different than my challenges and Shannon's probably as well. What challenges do you believe that young women face today? It's just a totally different game show now than when we were growing up. What's different for you now? 
Um, I think that like women's ideas, especially in an all male group, like what Viva said earlier, are just not recognized as much as they should be. Or during a presentation, maybe like certain members of the class won't be paying attention necessarily. And that may be because um, they don't think that like this woman needs to be heard in her speech or her ideas. And I think that's like all too often that happens and it just brings down confidence there's no clarification after that either like a lot of the time that a girl will just go home and she'll think about it and dwell on it but life moves past her and it doesn't get uh, touched back on and so that gap is still left there and that can create further problems of confidence and i think that's definitely a big issue today absolutely like sophia said she touched a lot about how there's a gap left over where women are not being acknowledged in their efforts. And it's just kind of soul crushing from personal experience. And it's such a challenge to just get your voice heard and to, even if you're confident that you speak up to make people listen to you, to have that authority that you have the spot and you can speak because your points are important and valued. And so I think it's such a challenge for women today to, kind of rise above the conflict that exists when there are so many voices around you. Right. That's really interesting that you say that because I experienced that in the boardroom not so long ago, right? So it's it's interesting to me to hear that that pattern is repeated even at 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm going to go a little bit deeper on this. Why do you think this is happening? Personally, I think there just isn't enough education on it. There's not enough, like, I don't think enough people are speaking about this topic. I think it's definitely a topic that maybe just gets swept under the rug because people don't know, like, the severity of it and what it does to a person. And that definitely goes back to mental health on uh, how important it is to touch on certain topics because a lot of people don't feel seen and that can lead to them not really like thinking about it when it does need to be thought about. And it definitely needs to be something that you need to reconcile with yourself or with other people and get that, uh, that information to you. Right. You either need to be, you might find yourself disengaging if you're not encouraged to speak mm-hmm. up. That does make an impact. Miss Miss Howard, what would you like to say? Well, I agree with these uh, young women and I watch it happen all the time. And I heard this example from a speaker one time that I remember that really stuck with me that there's a lot of lip service being done. We'll, they'll, you know, People will put a woman in a leadership position to kind of check the box to say, oh, we have a woman, but they're not included in all the activities. And so I've seen it recently either called the kind of metaphorically the golf club. It's like, well, you're not going to be allowed to go play golf with the men. So you don't have those same interactions and those same um, opportunities to get to know clients or understand the inner workings of the community in which you serve. So it's like, okay, we have to break down these barriers and that is really hard to do. And that is the biggest challenge to me is like these kind of almost secret things. It's like you're invited to the dance, but no one asks you to actually dance. Right. You're just standing there waiting for someone to teach you the dance moves because you don't know you're new. Um, And I wonder if we can overcome that. 
Well, I think it all starts with us. I think it starts with what we're doing today, what we're talking about, bringing awareness to it, knowing it hasn't gone away. I would think that, you know, considering hashtag me too, what happened five years ago and how women really raised their voices, that things would be different, but something is still not happening on a fundamental level. So I, I'm glad that we're talking about this out in the open today. Okay, so knowing this, knowing how women feel at this young of an age, what do you think our expectations are of us today? What, what do you feel like society expects of you? Like when I was growing up, I keep saying this way back when, it was to get married by the time you were 23, get your college degree, uh, maybe be a stay-at-home mom, get a minivan, right? So those were the things that were put upon us. How is it different for you today, Viva and Sophia? I think that these days with like social media and all the efforts that have been made already, there is opportunity for women to pursue their passions and to speak up in society. However, there's still a lot of surprise when that happens. Like if a woman says she wants to go into computer science, there's going to be some effect in the room where people are being surprised or challenging her. And I think that um, really is something that it's new in the sense that there are opportunities, but there are still people pushing back, which is even more soul crushing. And just, it's so hurtful to have that because there's such an expectation of, okay, you're a woman, you have these opportunities, but there's still expectation for you to go into things that are more traditional, that are more adherent, that are more uh, traditionally gender role adherent. Like, um, don't talk over a man. If you're at a meeting, take the notes because you have pretty handwriting. Makes me crazy. That makes me crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's, you're right. Because if, if you're a girl or a woman, young woman, and you say, oh, I'm going into engineering, they're like, wow, you know, that's Mm -hmm. amazing. But if you were becoming a nurse to be like, that's great. You know, it's like you're doing something like that. You're a woman and that's not what they say, but that's what they think. So there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Sophia, what's your input on this one? I think especially in this day, um, a lot of marriage and having kids is definitely an expectation and as well as a lot of uh, more Southern parts of Texas as well, especially here as well. Um, I think uh, that definitely is an expectation and uh, it definitely, in my opinion, I don't think it should because I don't, I think that can bring further stress onto women. And if they want to go into something else, like Viva said, that doesn't pertain to having kids or getting married or any of that, then maybe that'll bring extra stress onto her and her body and, um, just unnecessary, like overthinking. I definitely think that, uh, women that are put into that position where it has like this is the expectation. I definitely think like overthinking and uh, depressive thoughts can definitely come in and definitely overtake uh, certain like everyday things, like things that you found enjoyable are just kind of shut down because of that. And it definitely mm-hmm. leads to like further problems. Yeah. Right. So what you're saying is if you're not being true to your authentic self because of what is being put upon you to do, that Mm -hmm. it can be depressing. It can be Mm -hmm. because you might not feel like these are things you want to do. You'd rather go to med school 
and worry about marriage mm-hmm. later in life or whatever it is. Yeah, the social mm-hmm. demands are definitely there. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Shannon, what do you see from that point of view? I think that it also depends on culture, yep. family relationships, the parents, um, just the people around you. And just as if, just as we just talked about, the um, people around you sort of dictating because of which part of the country we happen to live in. Uh, there are different yep. norms and different expectations. If you lived in a different state, maybe it would be different. Um, and I think the fear factor comes in too with uh, when you talk about, yay, you're going to be an engineer. And then the woman realizes, oh, I'm only five young women in a class of uh, 100 men. This is a little intimidating. And yes, so yes. those expectations, those role models are far and few between. Um, so it's just a lot of like reaching down deep to into yourself to follow that passion and say, yes, I am willing to go through these challenges in order to meet my goals. And so the struggle comes from that um, expectations of so many other people besides yourself. And then even how to get into the colleges and how to, how to pursue those dreams. There's like an education factor that has to build up to reaching that point of even becoming an engineer and understanding the profession. Because I think when people make decisions about what they want to do, they hear it. Maybe someone is even pushing it on them and they don't even understand yet what that means. So they might get there and go, oh, this is way harder than I thought. Or I love this, but yet I don't feel welcome in this industry. And that's that's the sad part. That is. I That is. I agree with you. I hear everything that you're saying 110%. Okay, Shannon, I'm going to stay with you on this next one then. Um, Because of some of these things we're talking about, led by Shannon, you have started this new community that you spoke of earlier called Clarity Empowers. And this, this community provides support to young women at your high school, at New Tech High School here in Capel. What inspired you to start this type of program? And how did you identify the need for this program? And Shannon, I'll start with you on this one. I was inspired by these young women who I encounter every day. I watch them. I see hmm, the look in their eye, like the tone of their voice when they are trying to do something or talking about maybe what colleges they would like to go to or what careers they would like to study. And you can uh, see them back down or be unsure or lack that confidence. So I asked them, what do you need? I was like, what, how can we meet this need? So what, what do you need? Do you need support? Do you need guidance? Do you need step-by-step action plan? And so that's what I learned. It was like, yes, we need a community of like-minded people who we can support one another and that we're not alone in these feelings. I think that isolation, that trying to fight everything we just talked about, the expectations of parents, family, teachers, what you want to be when you grow up is such a hard question these days because there's so many opportunities. You don't even know which direction to run. So it's like, okay, well, let's give permission to explore. And I also noticed that I have some friends who send their kids to, oh, Cotillion or um, 
lessons in etiquette, spend a lot of money. And I was like, that those people have an advantage. They have connections in society. They have training that not that we don't really teach in the public school setting, um, unless their parents take them to restaurants and teach them table etiquette and how to have a conversation, how to look someone in the eye. So I noticed those soft skills were lacking, these social skills that employers look for when they're trying to hire a great um, partner in their business. So I wanted to give everyone kind of this fair opportunity and say, let's step-by-step create a place, a safe place to say, I don't know about this. Let's let's talk about it. Let's learn together. And so it's been a beautiful thing. And of course, Sophia, Viba have been there uh, since last year when we put all of these plans together. And I just allowed these young women to guide what they need in society today to face these very specific challenges of being a woman facing these male-dominated careers. And it's everywhere. We, I mean, every career you name is like, okay, yep, yep, that's another male-dominated career. So they have challenges even in the classroom. And it's, it's happening on a daily basis, not just for the future. Well, I love that you're breaking this down and you're helping these young ladies find a pathway to get to what they deserve to be able to do in their lives and their careers. And Viba and Sophia, what attracted you to the program? Because you two are are really leaders in this community. So Mm -hmm. Viba, I'll start with you. What attracted you to Clarity Empowers and why did you want to be a leader in this aspect? What attracts me to Clarity Empowers is because it really fell in line with my will to like connect with people, my will to help people. I am very passionate about encouraging people with diverse mindsets to have positions and to be able to state their mind because I love talking to people and just realizing what amazing opportunities and experiences they've had that can contribute so much. And I've noticed throughout my life that a lot of women, a lot of minorities, they don't speak up about these and it's so valuable when they do. So I was so drawn to this and incredibly passionate about making this a thing and investing my time into this because it's something that I really want to see more of in this world. Well, I think it's terrific. And I love that you're leading on this because we need more women like you. And Sophia, I would love to know the same about you. Well, actually, Ms. Howard actually invited me to their one of their very first uh, meetings. And at the time, the club was called something different. But it was when I had just uh, transferred to New Tech High. And so I didn't really have a, a super concrete idea of what we did there. And it definitely reeled me in. It, it definitely um, like it definitely aligned with my own opinions and what I want to see for the future of myself and other women. And um, just seeing it grow and seeing like the progress it could have and whenever we started planning like uh month by month all the meetings and the speakers last year it definitely brought it to light and it definitely brought everything more together and um working with other women that were like-minded and uh some of them are still on our team and some of them are just in the in the club and just seeing all of their own growth in the club as well and the just seeing 
like how this could turn into something that could help women all over the United States and all over the world. And just like, I think that definitely reeled me in. I love that you said that because when I first met the three of you, what, six weeks ago or so, I'm like, why isn't this happening at every high school? Where Mm -hmm. is it? Where is it? So I think that you guys are at the beginning of something very important and very, very special. Mm -hmm. So tell me this, what are some of the goals that you have for Clarity and Powers to achieve for the students? What will they get out of the community? Who wants to start with that one? I'll throw that one out there. I, sure, I'll take it. I Go ahead. Think that I really want Clarity to, as we talked about, become a thing in high schools across the nation, across the world, because I really believe that it's something we need to see more of throughout. It's so important. So one of my goals is, of course, to have it be a thing and develop it at New Tech where we are and bring it up to a point where we can have chapters across the U.S. to make it a national organization, maybe even international. And I want to just connect people. I want to create a community where women can reach out and ask for what they need and share their insights because it's such a male-dominated world. And that's so unjust. And we have so much to say that I want to give people a place where they can develop their skills so they can get up and say it. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. Especially... Oh, sorry. No, no, Um, I want to hear from you, Sophia. Go ahead. Definitely. Especially uh, here and definitely in the United States, what's happening with um, women legislators and laws that are being passed, I think definitely uh, Clarity Empowers is uh, definitely a light at the end of the tunnel in a way to Mm -hmm. get to that and be able to support women that don't know Uh, where to go from here or don't know where to start to get into their own careers. I think that's definitely a goal. Uh, Basic skills, basic confidence building skills, just like being able to go from the speaker to or the sitter to the speaker and being able to talk to uh, women across the board or just in front of a maybe male dominated uh, informational class, like just being able to get up and talk about something and know exactly what you're talking about and not be afraid to rip off the band-aid and say what needs to be said. I think definitely teaching that to um, the younger generation is definitely one of the goals. I think that's a terrific goal. I do. Because again, you're creating a new way for them to think and you're getting them involved with it. Shannon, what's your perspective? These young women are disruptors and that's what we need. We need to shake it up a little bit. We've got to kind of make a little bit of noise, but it's scary to do that. We don't want to be outcast because we're going to disrupt these gender norms. We want to be like respected. So I think that's what Clarity Empowers does. It's like, okay, the clarity portion is get clear on your vision. What do you want? And you don't have to know everything, but one step at a time. Let's break down these barriers. Let's explore. Let's have a little bit of confidence to take some steps. And I think that women today, we are hearing it. We're hearing it a lot. There's a lot of talk about, let's get out there. Let's make a difference. And now like six women governors have just now been elected the most ever. Um, More women leaders, more women politicians, more people at the 
boardroom tables, more women CEOs. However, it's still not a clear path. There's still not a, how do we get there? What do we do? And when you talked about where has this been, that's what I, I thought, well, we're, we're hearing it from the adult women. There's a women's alliance in Capel for the Chamber of Commerce, but wow, we need to start younger. Just because you're young doesn't mean you're not capable of even creating your own business. This is where the dreams happen. This is where the passions come to life. So if we can kind of intervene with these younger high school age and even college age women um, and then help them, Sophia and Viba have talked about this many times, how they want to go to the middle schools and have classes and workshops for the middle school. And these young women are ready to be leaders. They're going to be risk takers. They're going to be ready to like serve their communities because they have felt that fire and that passion and have had this taste of it and now want to spread that word. So that's just like they said, we want this to be um, a full nonprofit. We'll have some materials available for people who want to start their own chapters. We would like to have a book. We would have like to have some training opportunities available. So the future is very bright for this Clarity Empowers. We're just um, had a little small vision here at New Tech High, but the real vision is meeting the need in our world, as Viba said, kind of globally even, because it's such a need and it aligns with our passions. So that's where we are, taking our baby steps to become um, known for helping respect women and helping voices be heard and developing skills and confidence. Well, I think it's terrific. And I will openly invite you to my daughter's middle school any day because they need you. They need you. Because I see what's happening now and I'm like, oh boy, pump the brakes. We need to refocus some of these things here. That's a whole nother episode. We'll save that one Mm. for another day. But we're going to start to wind it down. So I want to begin to ask my last questions here. Viba and Sophia, what last words of wisdom do you have for other women your age and how can they get connected with you? Um, well, we do have a clarity Instagram, so I can definitely share that with you guys. Um, I think, uh, some words of wisdom is just keep your heads high and just remember that you are whatever you're doing and whatever you're pursuing is what is best for you and you are doing great and just stay confident, stay connected and just keeping the girl boss you always will be. That's terrific. I love that advice. Viba, what about you? I really want to encourage women, young women, women of any age, anyone to just find opportunities. Like Ms. Howard said, be a disruptor. Don't be afraid to get up, to speak up over other people if they've spoken up over you. Get your voice heard, find opportunities, find your passions, and just do what you're afraid to do because that's what leads to beautiful results. And that's what's my advice, because that's what I've done. That's what's I think that's terrific advice. And both of you women, I'm, yes, women are so remarkable and well-spoken and smart. And I'm so proud of both of you for being here today and, and focusing on this cause. It's very important to you. Shannon, we kind of talked about this already, but I, I want to get another plug from you on this, where we think this program is headed and then how can people get connected with you if they want to know more about it? 
we do believe that this has a lot of power. Um, and the more partners we have, the better. So we welcome people who want to hear more about it. You can email me at showard at coppellisd.com. And you can find me on Instagram at, at Shans Real Life, S-H-A-N-S-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E. And you can uh, DM me through that Instagram account. And that's my personal account, but I'll be happy to talk to people who have questions and have uh, other people connect through that. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. So we can put those links out there. Um, I do. We do want to do things smart. We want to take our time to build this program and have the components that are really going to be uh, effective in our community first here in this North Texas area and then branch out slowly but surely. So we are looking for... Um, sponsors, partners. We have had some speakers come. We had Picnic Maker Dallas come and speak to young entrepreneurs who started their business. We've had Card My Yard, Capel, shout out to Susan Sigler, who came and talked about facing our fears, overcoming fear. We ha- are now going to partner with Dallas, uh, Dress for Success Dallas with KJ Johnson. And we've had a preliminary meeting. So she's going to do some fantastic things with our girls and then offer them some outreach opportunities to help with um, the community in her Dress for Success Dallas um, organization and provide some volunteer opportunities. So we are super excited about what has happened, what's happening in the future um, just for this year for New Tech High in Coppell. So we would love to branch out and develop these materials for others to have. Terrific, terrific. All of that. I'm very excited about what you've done and where you fabulous ladies are headed. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I would love to have you back to have another another conversation with you very soon. That would be wonderful. Yeah, thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks. I really enjoyed it. I really appreciate it. Look. High school is not like it was way back when in 1987 when I graduated, and and now I'm really dating myself. But these women have many more challenges, and life is more complicated. If I had to look back and think about what I would have told my 16-year-old self back then, it would be much different than what I would tell a high school student today in 2023. Here are my two tips for modern, amazing high school women. The first one is speak up and stand in your power. You don't have to be silent. You have the platform and foundation now in 2023 to say what you think and feel. You know, it may not be easy to get your words out at first, but it will come. Please know that you have the support from those around you in doing so. Secondly, dream big. Apply to the big colleges. Get excited about the career you want or the city that you want to live in someday. And I say this because I don't want you to have any of the limiting beliefs like I did. That will hold you back from what you can do. You are worthy of what you achieve and deserving of fulfillment and success. Those are my parting words for you today. This is Holly Kaplan. Cheers until the next episode of Talking Confidence. 
thank you, Talking Confidence listeners, for joining me today for this episode. If you would like to connect with me personally for confidence coaching or speaking events, you can reach me at hollycaplin.com. If you would like to buy my book, Surviving the Dick Click, A Girl's Guide to Surviving the Male-Dominated Corporate World, you can find your copy at amazon.com. Thanks.